What's up, Internet? My name is Mike Jones. Welcome to the Sportfolio Show. I have a fantastic guest in the studio with me today. Alexandra, how are you doing? I'm so well, and I'm not going to let you call me Alexandra one more time. Uh-oh. Alex Francisco here. <laughs> wow. You, yeah, your parents should have named you Sam Francisco. They tried. They I, thought about it. If, yes. I was, if I were a boy, I would have been named, so they say, they joke with me, that I would have been named Sam, so they could say Sam Francisco. I don't think they would have actually done that to me. And I had a brother come along a few months or a few years later, and they named him Nathan. So I think they were just fucking with me. Well, I like your parents' style. Got to keep you on your toes, you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But thanks for coming down to Media Zone. Of course. Thank you for having me. Beautiful facility. What do you think about the studio? Oh, I love it. I wish I had this at home at Nesson. Like... Well, funny, you can, for a nominal fee, pay MediaZone to uh, come and build a studio. I will hit up John Henry and see if he's interested in that. (laughs) Hi, John. Uh, Nice to meet you digitally. Hello, John. And uh, so why don't you give us a little uh, elevator pitch overview of who you are and what you're doing with sports down here in South Florida. My name is, so I, not my name, I am a reporter. I work for New England Sports Network. I cover all four major sports leagues with a New England focus, obviously, um, as well as the English Premier League, NASCAR, um, MMA, boxing, you name it, I've covered it. Um, So my predominant focus is with the NBA and the Boston Celtics, but I know it's pretty funny you're having like a New England sports personality down here, but I've been working from home the last year and needed some sunshine and to see my grandma. So I've been been covering the Bruins and the Celtics from down here with palm trees and golf every day. And it's a beautiful life. Well, I have to say, like, I'm a surfer and I think you're giving me a run for my money on the tan here. Oh, so uh, but I, I came with this base. I'm Portuguese. So. OK, so, yeah, there you go. My family. Bom yeah, well, so that's Brazilian, Gia. Bom dia is the Portuguese version. Ah. It's really interesting. I love the way Brazilians speak Portuguese, but um, the T-E sound or like the D-I instead of like, <laughs> instead of saying football, it's futebol. So, ah. so fun, right? But Yeah, it's like Barcelona. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. So it's a different dialect Obviously wherever Spain, you but go. Yes. But yeah, Brazil, they got funky with Portuguese down there. It's fun to listen to. Well, I will tell you that there are a lot of New Englanders that live here in Palm Beach County. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's very common for me to see a Patriots, you know, hat or a Bruins. Yeah, I barely whatever, feel like or, I'm in em- enemy territory. Oh, you're not. Well, and even with this year, like with Tom Brady coming down. Right. You know, a couple of the homers were now Tampa Bay fans and rocking the jersey. So so did a lot of people kind of just ditch the Dolphins and hop on board with the Bucks. Well, because the, the Dolphins the are doing did. fun stuff. Okay. You think so? Like a lot of people that are in South Florida are probably like not originally from here. It feels like, right. you know? Yeah. So I think like they're Dolphins fans by default. Okay. Except for the real true, you know. You're hardcore. Yes. Like suffering through the last years until like really this season, like they looked promising. But before that. Yeah, well, it was tough because like Tua was doing the Fitz magic back and forth mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, so. and Brian Flores was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, one day this oh, guy's yeah, going to play. Yeah. He's from New England as well, right? Awesome coach. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he, cool. I think that um, the future is very bright for the Miami Dolphins with Brian Flores kind of at the helm. There is some Also, Christian that- Wilkins. I went to, Christian Wilkins is from where I'm from. Like, I, oh, no way. Yeah, so. Cool. 
great guy too. Like the the best. Well, there was some rumors that Deshaun Watson wanted to come to Miami, so we'll see if, if uh, we'll South see Florida. who the tech. We'll see what people have to give up for the Texans to play ball there. A lot. A lot. Yeah, he would like to bring his talents to South Beach as well, I'm sure. I don't blame him. Yeah, I want him in New England, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys re-signed Cam. We did, for backup money. I catch up to you and crack this. He'll take that one. I know, you're on the the cold brew kick. Yes, I didn't have a coffee yet. (laughs) Sorry, we had pre-workout at the gym, so, you know, I'm like, I I had to skip the coffee. I don't blame you. But um, You'd be like, jittery. Oh, yeah, yeah. The white claw, you know, we're just evening it back out. Yes. So, but it's beautiful here in South Florida, like, it's... Uh, the middle of March, super sunny. I just surfed without a wetsuit on. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I I went from like waking up and having to put on 10 layers just to go to the gym and exercise and get over that hump to like waking up and just like, I'm going to go for a five mile run today. It's beautiful out. And like, go, I'll go golf today. Like, what can I do before I have to work tonight? And it's just endless possibilities. It's hard to get motivated when it's cold, like to exercise. Well, I find it hard to be motivated here. Like when I have to leave the beach around like 2.30, 3 p.m. to go home and like work or catch like a Celtic Zoom call or something, I'm like, oh my God, like I would get no work done if I lived here yeah. full time. Like I wouldn't, no, no chance I would have the job I have now or be in the position I am now if I grew up down here because I would just want to be outside 24-7. Sure. Well, I do want to give you some kudos and some compliments. I think the stuff that you were posting last week, um, you know, celebrating women in sports and um, that girls are getting places not because of how they look, but because of the jobs that they're doing. Uh, that really resonates with us. We're pl- a player centric yeah. company here. And um, and so uh, that was great. I asked you, I was like, can you please come in? So why don't you share kind of how you got started with sports? Even yeah. with the competing days back in high school or Yeah, whatever. so actually like high school is a huge part of this because I kind of had this realization my senior year of high school that I'd applied to some colleges actually like on a pre-med track. And I hated science. And I, <laughs> I don't particularly like kids, so I don't know why I thought I was going to be a pediatrician. But hey, I'll pay off my student loans yeah. <laughs> and money is money, right? And grandma would really love to say her granddaughter is a doctor, but... She would. That's not how it turned out, but... um. To, so how I kind of flip-flopped and had this little, it's not even a quarter-life crisis because what, you're 17, 18? Yeah. I was just like, all my friends are choosing their colleges and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do what I just applied to all these schools for. Sure. And I was taking a journalism class um, at that point and I loved it. Oh my God, it was so much fun. I looked forward to it every day. And so one thing, like a huge part about me and why I've kind of like been on the career progression I've been on is just like my hometown, for whatever reason, there's a huge Portuguese population up in Massachusetts. And therefore, the soccer teams are like wildly, stupidly good. So my hometown's yeah. in the Soccer Hall of Fame. Um, I If there's a, a single team in any state in this country at the division one level that has more state championships than Ludlow soccer teams, I would be surprised because it was just the, it's like Friday night lights on a kind of a smaller scale, but like for the soccer team in my hometown. So it was like, if the boys soccer team was playing or in the state finals, like that's what you were going to do. We had a pro soccer team in town. So like businesses are closing down, like, Hey, we're going to the game type thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Like the, the local bakery, like (laughs) sorry at the game. Um, 
but it was just the funnest cult. Like just, it's infectious. Like sure. it's, you look forward to it so much. Like my dad played for Ludlow High, my cousins did. So you watch them and then it's finally your turn and it's like a rite of passage kind of thing. So like, it's like 90 kids are trying out for the soccer team. Like that's, competitive. that's, that's what most people, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's most football teams try sure, out. Right. Yeah. So that's for our soccer program. So that was just so infectious and it made me just love sports. And then um, I played myself, but I kind of knew as a woman, like eventually you realize, all right, I'm not going to be a pro basketball player or a pro soccer player. And even if I am, am I really going to make that much money? You know what I mean? It's just like, that's not really an avenue yet for women. Well, I told you before, a 5'10 white guy over here. Like, yeah, exactly. So you had the same I, realization I like, as me. <laughs> unless I like was I'm really good at like, <laughs> playing a catcher and then, or something in baseball, right? Yeah. yeah so I, I knew I wasn't going to be playing college sports for a number of reasons injuries you have whatever have it but i had found this journalism thing and was really good at writing um i was the oldest of four kids so i was perpetually sent to my room with no tv and i only had my books so i would just read and write a ton and it really helped me out in this journalism <laughs> Thanks, <Mom>. class <laughs> i very quickly became the sports editor of the paper covering the boys soccer games and basketball and stuff cool. in addition to playing myself and so while i had that little like quarter life crisis I was just like to my teacher at the time who I remained very close with, I wish I could just do this for a living. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, you can. Sure. She's like, oh, yeah, I guess I can. How though? And how much money would I make? But then they're like, who cares? If I mean, if you bet out, I'm, my biggest thing has always just been like, I know my work ethic. I know my talent. I know like what I'm capable of in terms of the things I'm in control of. So... I kind of just made the bet on myself, like, screw it. Like, my ex-boyfriend's going to make fun of me because I'm going to study journalism. And I have, like, my accountant that I'm getting my taxes done. And he's like, are there going to be any newspapers for you to write for when you graduate? And I'm like, you know what? I don't know, but at least I won't be a fucking accountant. So whatever. Like, let's... So I've been on a long, and you know what, along for the ride, and here we are. The best revenge is just being happy and living a good life too. Yeah, you know, sending selfies from the Super Bowl. Like, mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> f off, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. The best. There's no better like inspiration for just like the grind than someone that wrongs you, right? Yeah, and like you need fuel for your fire, and and. I think what's what's great is you were able to marry like two of your passions, yeah. right? Like it's really funny how it came together because like also growing up, like by the time I got late into high school, I was like, oh my God, Erin Andrews. Like it'd be so cool to be her or like Carissa Thompson. But then like I realized I don't want Pam Oliver. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> right. Uh Leslie Visser, you name it. But then I was like, you know what though? Like, I don't know if I want to be on the sideline. I don't know if I want to be doing that. Like I really like to write. I think I I mean, I've bantered with my guy friends my whole life about this stuff and I can hold my own and like, sure. why can't I be writing about this stuff and have people take me seriously too? So, um, but I mean, since that time and now, like the roles women have been put into in sports are so different. So it's like really, really cool to see now, like the girls coming up under me, like that reach out to me for advice and I'm like, you're doing all the right things already. And honestly, like reaching out to me alone, like I didn't necessarily have this. Yeah. Like I'm one of three women on our sports staff at Nesson who write. And that's the most women on a team I've ever experienced. I'm used sure. to if 
maybe one other if I'm lucky, but like there's nights where there's three of us and the only people working are just us three girls on the sports desk. So it's like, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Well, and you obviously love it. Like I can just sit across oh, the yeah. table and you're like lighting up to talk oh, about sports and, and about your career. It's, uh, it's inspiring, you know? I, I can relate to you the same way here. Like I love cameras. I love yeah. uh, helping people grow their businesses with content. And so I feel the same way. I get like pumped to come to Media Zone. Well, what is better than storytelling, right? Sure. Like I'm not going to sit here and break, try to break down defensive football coverages for you and the X. Like I will if you really want me to. But who, <laughs> who cares about that stuff? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let me write you a story about how Jason Tatum just learned to golf in a year or how like Keith Smith, this freelance NBA writer who left his job at Disney World to pursue covering the NBA, his dream, and then the pandemic hits and there's all of a sudden no basketball. How is he going to support his family? And he writes the idea for the NBA bubble like into existence. No way. Oh, yeah. Fun oh, I'll send you my day. story. I'll send you that story after that I wrote. But Well, so I'm sending you bad boys Woosa. Yes. Because, you know, obviously you think you're a movie it. buff, but you don't know Woosa <laughs> from bad boys. I don't think so I am. I'm a film minor. I have a film study certificate from the University of Massachusetts, <laughs> but I've never seen bad boys. Well, Will Smith is ashamed of you somewhere, wherever he oh, is. Don't tell me that. I He's probably somewhere that. in South Florida right now, too. Well, I will personally apologize to him if I yeah. come across him. And I've seen all of his other movies, and they're fantastic. So I hope that that'll be at least some bit of a, yeah. <laughs> a consolation for him. Sure. So let's talk now about, like, um, I guess, what's some goals for you going forward? You know, you sort of have established yourself as yeah. someone that can write, speak with athletes, cover so where do you want to go yeah, next? Yeah, so that's why I've always kind of just made it a point to just be as versatile as possible. Um, coming up before, like now I'm writing full time, but prior to this, I was a production assistant. So working with camera and live TV stuff, doing Red Sox and pre and post game stuff and the game broadcast. I even worked for a marketing company for like six months while I was just part-time like working for my first full-time writing job so learning like coding and photography video editing so like there's really not a facet of this industry I haven't done yet or explored so just like I'm really trying to make myself as versatile as possible so I can be like the Mina Kimes of the NBA or like a Rachel Nichols sure. type platform where these women started off with like a really strong writing fundamental base and then have just blown up from there. The, the word that I've been using for this is like a Swiss army knife, right? Like, so, yeah. and, and like anyone that's watching or listening right now, like be inspired to go and practice your craft and be able to be an asset to any business that hires you. Yes. I've just never, make yourself invaluable. I've never said no to anybody. If I don't know how to do it, I'm going to learn or yes. I'm going to pay someone to do it and take a cut. Right. And get it done for you. Yeah. You know, I'm the same way. So. Just making yourself as versatile as possible and then just like having the work ethic to match that and sure. being balanced. Like you can take over the world if you want to. And it's cool. And now. you can have the happiest life doing something you genuinely love as opposed to just kind of falling into that, like the motions you go through. Like when I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, my God. Sure. What? <laughs> no. I mean, you know, I, we could like... Do you have bad handwriting? Like, do you no, have anything? Beautiful handwriting. Good handwriting. So yeah, yeah, you definitely weren't cut out for it. But I think too, it like you know, you're being asked questions because now you are in a, in a position where you can be a mentor, right? 
Yeah. So it's time. And it's been so, it's so fun. Like there's nothing I love more than, especially when it's girls hitting me up, like young, yes, young girls. I'm like, I, if you into, if you're a girl, I will go so above and beyond for you, especially if you into UMass too. But, um, cause I mean, say what you want about, obviously, yes, there's a push to make these hires right now, but like, they're still not token hires. Like it's still the most, I mean, there's probably more competitive industries to get into, right? But sports media is highly sought after. Like there, there's so many people that want to do this job that don't realize kind of what it takes or like it's very glamorous, but what you don't realize is no, like if you can go out at night or on the weekends, like that's a rarity. Like you're giving that stuff up. Like it's not an, it's not a nine to five and it's not for everyone. And if like Sunday brunch is very important to you or going out on a Friday night, like this isn't for you. Yeah. And if you like to have your evenings off, it's not for you. It's, it's a lot of work, but I mean, there's no high, like leaving a game late night, knowing you just crushed your work and you are on top of the world. And it's just, I chase that forever. Well, and I think too, like you've been doing this for a long time. You were, you started, yeah, it doesn't feel like it, but I, I kind of have. Yeah. You know, like think about like learning and playing sports growing up and yeah. like practicing writing and journaling. Yeah. Like, you know, like at your quarter life crisis at age 15 or 16, um, this stuff doesn't happen overnight, guys. Like it takes a lot of hard work and, you know, I've been following you since you've been down here and asking you to come in and then I saw a girl at the game. So now we have yeah. to dig into this. Yes. Let's give a shout out. Okay. Shout out Gabrielle Starr, my lovely co-host who built this brand from really the ground up. And I mean, someone betting on yourself. That's this girl too. Um, my co- co-host Gabrielle, brilliant, brilliant baseball mind. Um, especially like she's a Red Sox historian. Like she's, I make fun of her, but, um, built this brand from the ground up. She was teaching out in LA, but from Massachusetts and just loved this and wanted to pursue this dream and gave up her teaching job in LA, moved back home and started a blog and has really grown it up to a few thousand followers. And we launched the podcast and it's to the point where like, we're about to launch the podcast with our first episode, um, we had ESPN's Jessica Mendoza, so the first woman in the Sunday night baseball booth. And we're about to like, as I was telling you earlier, we're getting ready to record this show and put it out there. And we're just like, yeah, let's do this for free, like on our own time. And maybe we can get some ad revenue one day off of it, but more just for the reps for ourselves. It's something we wanted to make ourselves, again, versatile in podcasting. Yeah. So literally right before we're about to like turn this podcast out and produce it, interview was already done a company CLNS media hit us up or hit Gabrielle up rather and was like, Hey, have you ever thought about taking girl at the game and making a podcast out of this and like a simulcast, like YouTube show. And she was like, actually, it's funny you say that. Like I've been editing this episode all morning and we're about to launch it. So it was just like that serendipitous timing that, I don't know. I always say this. It's just, it's funny the people you meet and the opportunities that present themselves when you are following your dreams. Yeah. And just not listening to anyone else. And I mean, just like putting that time in and like, I didn't think I was going to get paid to do this show with her, but I was going to get invaluable podcasting reps, right? And get some on-camera stuff going in because traditionally I'd just been writing her behind the scenes. So, sure. and then this stuff kind of just comes along. So, I mean, it's a funny industry because that's how it works. It's just the opportunities present themselves if you're good and you put the work in. Your vibe attracts your tribe. It's a yes. real thing. Yes, it does. And like, it, it's very easy to see that, you know, 
if you keep doing what you love, like eventually it's something will come out. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk? You ever yes, hear of Gary course, v? yeah. Of course, right? So he was like, hey, would you want to be like working in corporate America and hating your life making like $65,000 a year? Yeah. Or be like the number one Ninja Turtle YouTube blogger and making like 50. Right? He's like, would you trade like 10 to 15 grand to be like happy and doing what you love? And I think if you bet on yourself in the long term, eventually you can get to. Exactly. That's the way I look at it. You aspire to be like, at, right? I mean, journalists, yeah, traditionally we're not making a ton. Like I certainly like I drive a Toyota RAV4. Like I'm not swimming in, in cash, right? But like. Stephen A. Smith and like Katie Nolan and these people like look at the contracts these people are signing. Oh, Skip Bayless contract. Yeah, what? what? How, one, how does he have a job still too? <laughs> how is he being paid that much? The best YouTube video ever is like Skip Bayless versus Skip Bayless. <laughs> and he like, they like splice the other clips takes. where he's like, he says, Aaron Rodgers is the best. And then they're like, no, Aaron Rodgers is like, you know, crumbles in crunch time or something. And I'm like, Whoever cut this together is actually brilliant. like a genius. Yeah, genius. Pay brilliant. him instead of Skip. <laughs> so, so, so fun. Um, so, guys, here we are. We're at Media Zone. We're hanging out with Alex Francisco. Yes. And uh, we're very fortunate to have a little slice of New England intake here uh, in South Florida. So, let's do like a quick little preview for, uh, you know, New England sports for the year. And then uh, let's yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to this year? Oh, my God. Well, we have like a whole new Patriots team to cover right now. Sure. Bill Belichick went on a bender the last two days and it's just been paying everyone. We brought in like I, I, I've lost track. There's like at least seven new free agents coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, Cam being re-signed. Exciting. So that's obviously more long term. Um, really exciting Red Sox season coming up. Just in terms of how different that's going to be, too. I mean, you guys were spoiled, though. Like, you had a decade plus of like 20 years. Yeah, it was ridiculous. 20 years. <laughs> like, Ortiz and, you know, beating the Yankees and going back and forth. Like, yep. that must have been fun growing up up there. It was. Uh, 04 was something special. I mean, I wasn't obviously that, I wasn't a tortured Red Sox fan for very long because I was pretty young in 04, but I, I saw how much it meant to people around me that were older that for years had come so close and then nothing and sure. then ever since 04 it's like 04 07 2013 recently in 2018 let's just you guys are running out of space for penance or whatever certainly you know, like whatever <laughs> certainly <it is. laughs> champagne problems right i know i've seen all four of my major sports teams win a championship yeah well which florida, not many people can say so like florida we were looking for the trifecta because we had so close too because <laughs> we had the lightning yes um, and then the Rays like gave it a run for the money, right? The Rays are excellent. And then uh, they were and then obviously yeah, the they, Bucks. So. I mean, yeah, who I wanted to see the Rays win so bad too. Like I wanted Mookie to win, and like sure. I wanted to see Mookie Betts happy because we like right. I feel like we raised him here in Boston, okay, or up there in Boston. But um, it, just to see what they did with such a small budget to build a World Series Correct. team, it's some Moneyball stuff. Yeah, it is. I'd like to see them like reward some players now, though. You know, like, hey, we got to the dance. Let's yeah, let's uh, show these guys incentive. Like, if you want to come and play in Tampa, we're gonna treat you well if you play well. Yeah. Um, I think that Blake Snell ordeal might. Mm. That was uh, interesting. I couldn't believe the fallout <sighs> from that. <laughs> 
Yes, it's uh, you know, sore subjects here for us Floridians. If, oh, I can imagine. If I can consider myself a Floridian now. Yeah. But Alex, can. how can we find you online? Yeah. How can we how can we track you down? I'm on Twitter at by Al Francisco. That's where I do my best work, I believe. Popping off hot takes. Um, Instagram, Al underscore Francisco. And then you can find my writing at Nesson.com. And my podcast, Girl at the Game, or the Nesson Celtics podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your shows. Well, and I think we have to get a Girl at the Game, like, patched in. Can we do, like, a remote call-in? Yeah, call Gavin real yeah, quick. Yeah, we have to. Well, not right now, but in the future. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. We we will get her – yeah, we'll we'll link her in from the cloud. She's she's on the Cape these days. She spends her time on Cape Cod. So, so I know you were, you were uh, telling me about your next guest, so we'll see if we can get him in here. Yes, <laughs> hopefully. So, but um, – Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the high noon and the t-shirt. Of course. Oh, yeah, I know. Beach cleanup t-shirt. Hell yeah. I'm most excited about there that. There it is. So cheers. Cheers. Yo.